Right. So good morning. And I'm going to say good afternoon because and good evening, because anyone else who is not here where it's anywhere else is somewhere else in the world. <laughs> so clearly good day to wherever you are. And good morning to you, James. Thank you for joining me. How are you doing today? Very well. Thank you very much. And uh, thank you for having me here. Oh, I'm very glad. So obviously, apologies, guys, those who have checked in, we are a few minutes late because James and I were just chatting back of house and you know, this is what happens when you've known someone for such a long time, you haven't seen them for a while, and they've done up amazing things over the years. So obviously, James, you and I've had a quick chat, and you've told me about the amazing stuff you do. I've said in the post, we met at Sandhurst. That mm. was in 2007, which was a journey and a half through those 12 months. And then since which, you have just, I, I saw you on Total Wipeout, and I was like, oh my dear God, and then, of course, being with you on LinkedIn, seeing you launch your own business and obviously growing from there. So tell us all a little bit about what you do now and how the EMJA? MJA. MJA. Yeah. Okay, James. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, clearly, uh, it's 10, 10 further years in the army. Then after that, um, it was time It was time to leave. The fun was over. Um, so, um I decided property would be good. To, it would be a good thing to get into. I've been looking at it for some time, and um, property development. There's something very physically satisfying in that. Um, the sort of the tangible results you come up with from seeing things go from bad to good, um, and so that's um, so, so that that's in many ways what drew me in. Plus, key is a great income. I definitely want more time and more freedom in my life because. I am the fool who loves going skydiving or rock climbing or snowboarding. And um, I wasn't quite getting enough of it in the army. So I wanted to do more. Plus, if we're going to have kids at some point, um, I wanted to make sure I was, I was financially better off for that too, with more time to give. Um, so yes, got into property, went into mentoring in Bristol um, and uh, met a business partner there. Who is my opposite? Um, small, slightly more delicate. Um, called Emily, who's just much better on the phone than I'll ever be. Um, so we started um, a business called MJ. Everyone calls it MJ until I have to explain to them, you know, spare out why it's called MJ. And um, we started playing with a residential and um, just did our first commercial divert, um, nice. conversion um, in Bristol too. So hopefully onwards and upwards. Nice. I'm sure it will be if it sounds like it's growing quite quite fast because it's only about one year four months was it i read exactly what, what one year and four months um i've got my other business on the side as well which is again property development mm -hmm. um and that's where i'll be holding a few properties making things like service accommodation where you make some nice boutique houses for people um and then this one with emily is um it's, it's flipping properties um so we started off right at the beginning of covid where everything went into lockdown um and um, that definitely slowed things down, but it was still satisfying to come up with a profit at the end of it. Uh, yeah. So that's where we're going. I was going to say, good morning from Texas. I do believe, Pete, you are six hours behind us. So it is 4.27 there, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but very good to you can join us. And everyone else, if you're listening, obviously slam in the comments. If you want to grill James about military life, about, yes, total wipeout, I am going to keep hitting on that because that was just phenomenal. And <laughs> you made that look like a walk in the park. I'm sorry. Or <laughs> again, the property and the fantastic things it does now. But of course, you know, let's hit on the um, outdoor adventures because obviously in the military, one of the big pools, particularly as an officer, is you do your outdoor education. Mm do the um, expeditions, you plan it, you do these trips, you do when you go to your troops. Um, what was it that also, what was the big thing? Was it always the skydiving or was snowboarding the... Um, 
in terms of my sports, I suppose snowboarding was is what I was most passionate about. Mm -hmm. um, I got into that when um, my parents were willing to let me off skis and go on a snowboard, go to the dark side, they always say, um, just because it looked so cool. It was in the days when they're just beginning to you know, make jumps and things. And like you see people go over these things, you think, people can fly. Uh, and, and so that's really what I wanted to get into. And I, I was a fan of acrobatics. I'm, I'm completely the wrong shape for it. So I'm six foot six. And I'm um, at the time because I was growing so rapidly, my coordination was never spot on either. But I just thought it was cool. So that's what lured me into snowboarding. And um, it's something I really took a shine to. Um, but I'll never sort of, you know, I'll never be the sort of top of my game in it. So I got into lots of things. Um, I got into lots of snowboarding in the army, lots of climbing, lots of running, um, a bit of swimming here and there. So, and boxing bizarrely as well. So, um, yeah. no, look, just, just any sport, any kind of new experience. I suppose I'm a bit of a sensation seeker in many ways and an adventurer. Yeah, I, I always remember at Santa's, it was just like, it was like, who's doing that? Oh, oh yeah, Scotty. Oh, yeah. You know, it was like no surprise. There was something crazy going on and you were involved because always this full of life person just wanting to be doing something. <laughs> it was fun. Um, it, it was, yeah. I'm definitely very much more physically orientated than I am intellectually. Um, I could probably say that's quite, quite comfortably. <laughs> so how are you finding the transition to being a, the business owner then? Um not bad actually i'm quite enjoying it um so i think my nature has always been slightly rough around the edges never firmly polished and so um i was never really fully cut out for bureaucracy i loved it i enjoyed doing my job and i like to think i was fairly good at it um but i was never really sort of you know a perfect fit for it and i remember um when i was doing squadron commands at my regiments um walking up to the mess thinking if I'm here in six years' time, still doing this kind of job, still in this in this place, I've, I just feel I'm missing out on so much in life. Um, and so um, that was when I realised, right, I must leave the army. Um, so when Lucy and my wife, who clearly we both know very well, um, got sent out to Brunei after staff college, I thought, well, if I'm going to see Lucy more than six weeks a year. Now would be a great time to jump into the property world. Um, so that was the time to jump across and starting the business. Uh, has been really very satisfying, quite rewarding. This is definitely a slow process, but um, it's a huge mentality shift. Old school sort of, you know, old money army officer type type, type, type mentality to um, getting used to talking openly about money, which was never me. Um, and, you know, I never thought I'd be looking for investors and things, but something that's become sort of a big part of the game. Um, so it's definitely a very, being a big mind opening experience. And um, you realize, you know, the, the army is a very different world. There's so, there are so many different things out mm. there. Yeah massive world and for those who are listening who don't know lucy james's wife lived across me in junior term so she was literally right next to me so actually one of the same platoon and a good friend of mine as well so absolutely a superstar and again mm. completely like james completely a level of bonkers in terms of wanting to do something ski is she snowboarding now as well no, she knows it she knows it's the right way to go but i think she's just um she knows i'm too far ahead to keep up with she can come with me. I've just started learning how to snowboard. So Perfect. Come yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, we've got Cynthia, who's joined us, Candy, and again from India. So, again, around the world, good day. Happy Tuesday to you all. Hello. So, <laughs> see, see, so if you're amazing, you're interesting, people want to listen. Hmm. We've got international. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> oh, yes. So, you know, we say things change over time. I've got international connections. It's fantastic. Hmm. So good day to all of you. So obviously, you know, health and well-being. So in terms of business, and you know from the army, uh, mental well-being is a big challenge, you know, and of course during lockdown, it's been the talk of the town as it were. Mm. 
why, in, from your standpoint, why do you think mental well-being is so fundamental? <clears throat> I suppose I just read the book that a lot of people read, *Sapiens*, and um, he, he talks a lot about at the beginning about how you know we must we've evolved to be more out in the open in the woods and you know have a particular have a particular way of life. And the world we live in today is nothing like we've evolved to. Mm. Um, and therefore, I think um, as a result, we're not fully we do need to take good care of our mental health in order to be able to to, to cope with it. I'm clearly you know, I love today, but um, you can't just live in a world, especially if you're in the city. I just don't see anyone being fully happy in the city unless they can do kind of what we're born to do, which is be physically active. We were we were initially hunter gatherers. We were initially that kind of ilk. We were not we were not mathematicians from the beginning, and so and we don't evolve that quickly. It's only been a few thousand years. Yeah. Um, so from that point of view, we we are supposed to be physically active. We get endorphins from doing exercise for a reason, and. Um, uh, mental health is is vital to, and that, that is what creates mental health and i think therefore or going towards the physical side of it um that's really quite critical to, to, to being happy mm. well physical and mental they all connect you know if you obviously mm. on my post i talk about all three and emotional so the three connect but you can't do one without the other no as you said physically active makes you feel better it also de-stresses oh can't mental well-being so you're always connecting to yourself so what's the let's say big thing for you to do now to care for your mental well-being so that was another big part of moving into in, into my own business as well um so going back to the army uh, we went to staff college you, you get promoted to major you go to staff college mm -hmm. uh, that means the majority of your time isn't going to be sort of in command and command is very spreadsheet driven and very computer driven still these days um it's going to be a lot of doing a lot of time behind a desk working nine to five um not nine to five if you're doing anything punchy you might be doing six till six till ten um like i did when i was in certain jobs um and you you're forcing time in for fitness and there comes a point in the army when you're when you're you might end up trapped in there. You've got kids. You get the army benefits package. It doesn't come in pay. It comes in good schooling. It comes in um, giving you a house, etc. And suddenly you've got three children, and then you have to you, you are committed. That is your lifeline. Mm -hmm. I wanted to get out before that. So I was getting to the point where I wasn't going to be running around with my hair on fire. I'm not entirely sure what I'm doing as a platoon commander or or yeah. team commander. And then when you start getting the job, you're suddenly moved to a new job, and it's all very exciting. It wasn't going to be like that anymore. I wanted to spend more time outdoors. I love walking. I love hiking. I love doing these things. Um, and just breathing fresh air and doing satisfying things, things where you can look back on the year, have these tangible, these, well, not tangible, these um, very, very real-life experiences out in the big, wide world. Um, so that's why that's what I'm doing to do it, G getting into my own business where I can control my time, I can control my life. Um, and a big part of it is you know, being able to do things and working hours and working on the weekends if I need to, or yeah. taking work with me to places around the world. Just really, just escaping, um, escaping being told what to do, and suddenly being given last-minute large jobs, which end up dominating my life. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, somebody who's been self-employed. Well, basically, I've been self-employed nine years, either on the side of main jobs and dotting in and out. That sort of balance and control, you know, to have it in your mm. own hands, is a definite plus. You know. Mm. There are pros and cons to anyone who's listening who thinks about jumping ship, make the right choice for you, you know, because there are so many pros to owning your own brand and your own business, but you've got to make sure it works for you. And obviously, mm. lifestyle, we also talk about work-life balance. So what's your take on a work-life balance? I'm going to start with that one first. 
Um, okay, you're, if you're asking me, you know, you're going to get a fairly vast answer towards I do <laughs> love the life balance. Um, I, I love to make life more work. So, you know, you, you, you want to be paid to do the things you enjoy doing. Um, well, I clearly get a lot of satisfaction out of properties. So that's definitely a good way towards it. Um, and uh, only only a few of us get towards the stage where we can become some kind of top gear pre um, presenter. Um, hmm. But um, but that's that'd be a nice place to start going. So work-life balance for me at the moment, a good deal of work needs to be done to get the business off the ground. It's definitely not easy. Um, but as you start getting one house, then you get two, and then you flip some more properties to get some more cash, and you get another house, suddenly you can start taking a step back. Um, and then you can start looking at sort of making guaranteeing yourself a better life. Mm -hmm. And um, if I'm to have children soon, I'd love to be in a position where I can make time for them rather than make time for work and try and squeeze them around it. So in terms of work life for me, I need to control my work so I can live my life, um, which is what we all want to do. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> it's just very hard. It's just um, very hard or at least very alien for many to get there. Yeah, most people focus on, for example, this is one thing you don't get as an entrepreneur, which I'm sure you figured out. People always go, I want to finish work and never have to pick up that phone. It's like, no, it doesn't happen. You can't just go and completely leave it. But if you choose to take a Monday afternoon off because you need to go and pick the kids up, as an entrepreneur, you can section that time. And that's the important thing. You can manage your, your work time. So there's things you'll always be committed to, but and you'll always be there for your business. But you can choose, like, for example, I choose, I work a full Saturday, but then I'll take a half day or a Wednesday afternoon off because I'm like, yeah, I've got nothing else in. It's brilliant. Yes, I fully agree. It's fantastic. And I can make work, change work just to make things happen. My mm. father wasn't well over the last year. I was able to suddenly uh, drop things and, 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 and well, not entirely be there because there's a lot of COVID going, but at least be ready <laughs> on the phone for lots of things and go yeah. visit them and um, go visit him in hospital, et cetera. Yeah. Um, if I was in the army and being deployed somewhere, that clearly would not have been possible. Yeah. Um, yeah. So A, having the time and the flexibility to do that, it's, it's perfect. And so yeah. you can be, you can become a better person. Well, I say a better person. You can be more available, help, help more. I mean, that was part of my decision for leaving because obviously we were talking before about me going and, and the fact I have a flat back. And it was obviously I spent five weeks debating my decision because when I got back to him, I was like, okay, found it was wrong. Now I've got the choice. Do I stay? Do I persevere? Do I leave? What's the pro? What's this? And one of the things that killed me was like, what if I have a niece or nephew or child and I can't pick them up because of my back? And I went, mm, there's my choice. Mm. You know, I can choose my health and still have something to manage or I can choose a career. And of course, I've redeveloped a career. Exactly like you've done, a new career, which is bringing a big smile to your face, which is awesome. <laughs> I, I really am enjoying it just because you have you know, the big thing. I suppose the biggest challenge is not having a boss to report to. So you've got to set your own timelines, haven't you? And that's definitely the hard bit. So it's definitely, um, there was definitely some a few months of grace where I was rather enjoying just doing what I wanted. <laughs> I got really into downhill mountain biking until I realized I'm definitely getting a yeah. bit older. So I switched yeah. to a more steady form. Yeah. Um, but um, the, just, just being able to do that, have that flexibility and control it is nice. Really, really very nice. But um. Yeah, the biggest, I suppose the biggest challenge it and challenge not from jumping ahead here is um creating those deadlines for yourself, making yourself work and be, becoming accountable to yourself mm -hmm. rather than to other people. When you realize having a job is really quite easy because almost the fear that drove you of failing to meet deadlines and embarrassing yourself made you really a very efficient person. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's the thing, because you can either do it with a partner, because 
creating accountability can either be self-accountable, like you put deadlines in and there's, you know, you have to sort of keep to it. There's a partner, so like a business partner, your wife, you know, that you know, your loved ones, they can obviously help hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. And the other way is you which you may find at some point being a, a being the coach, I've I've done it myself at some point. I've gone, I need a coach to coach me and I need this element. Like I have a writing coach at the minute because that's the one element of my life that I really need coaching in. And I'm like, I can deal with the other things right now and how that's going, but I need to write better. I'm not going to do this without you. So this is where sometimes coaching comes in, even the short term. If you find your business in six months, 12 months, three years time plateaus, you might go, actually, I just need a business coach just to just give it that edge a bit. Where am I going next? How am I going to grow this? What What's next? Mm. And that's another option for you. So <laughs> realigning. Realigning, yes. Constantly reevaluating and realigning and then moving in the new correct direction. And the power, I say, is is that objective person to talk to. You know, you might find your partner does everything you need because that's why you have a partnership. So you can be off, but you, it's, it's kind of, it's your baby as well. I don't know about you, but I get possessive. It's my baby. It is exactly. They say a lot of people put their name in their in, in the, on their company because that does really hold them to account, doesn't it? And then suddenly, it really is your thing. As you say, having a business partner is really helpful um, because suddenly, if she's working harder than me, I think, "Crikey, I better go on with it." So I've got to you know, pull, yeah. pull my weight, and then vice versa. And um, if we set, if we sort of both agree on our on our targets, you're not just letting yourself down; you're letting you're letting her down too. And um, as you mentioned, having a mentor has been very good too. Um, so uh, I alluded to it earlier. I met Emily on the uh, mentoring group, um, mm-hmm. who's who is someone based in Bristol, Susanna Cole, if anyone's interested. Yeah. And um, and uh, going on there, having those weekly or yeah, weekly conference calls, suddenly saying, "What have we done this time? What have we done this time?" Being told you need to get a move on. There is that, I suppose, that um, serving side not in all of us where we do we do sometimes like to be told what to do. We do like to be given direction. Um, which is something I hate to admit, but sometimes it really does help. Maybe it's just too much time in the army. I'm still shaking that off. Um, <laughs> but um, having someone to answer to does suddenly make me, I find, definitely moves me. But it's also a case of otherwise you might go, oh, I should just want to do the fun bit, you know, and it's so easy to get you This is fun. I'm going to just do this. <laughs> That's one. Um, there's a thing called wealth dynamics, which some of us, I'm sure, have heard of. And um, I came up on there with a person that assesses your personality type, where you're better suited to um, to, to to being out in the limelight and showing mm. off, like Oprah Whitney, or if you're good at deal making. Apparently, that trumps the example on that one. Or whether you're 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 you're, um, you're good at sort of like the more back of office stuff, mm. working on the computer, making things work, problem solving. Um, I'm almost psychopathically a star. Um, so yeah, it's all, all it's all look at me. Um, and, yeah. and, and, very much the same for Emily, although she got more of the supporter side of things, which I regularly yeah. remind her of. Um, you, know, you support me, but um, that's what I came up with. So, as you say, we've got we've all got things we'd rather do and things we'd rather not do. Yeah. So, I'm beginning to realise I do like going out and meeting people. I do like going out and seeing the projects we make. Um, I think I've definitely got more of an ego than I, that, that than is healthy. And so, putting things and so so I love seeing the results and yeah, yeah. And, and seeing my accomplishments and going and going and meeting people and. Um, I'm trying not to talk about my set, my favourite subject, um, but um, <laughs> a little bit of others. So we're clearly trying to get, we're, we're trying to you know, fill our the vacuum of our lesser interesting things. Something I'm still good at because the army does make you do it all. But for example, getting virtual assistants and things to to, to fulfil that part of it and to the the team to support you in, that, in those areas um, um, is definitely a central part of it. So that, that way you can just focus on the things you enjoy. Yeah. 
Have you ever done the 16 personalities so you know what sort of personality you are? No, that's another one I should do. Um, I'll, send, I'll send you that one. I'll send it over for you. Because then when you know what sort of personality you are, you know how people work with you. It's obviously uh, with the introvert. Obviously, you're an extrovert. We've got that one. But, <laughs> um, but then, of course, if you know what your partner is, you can know how best they want to work with you as well. So, of course, it's how they need. So, although you could be the same personality or very similar sort of characteristics, you can have different personality types. It's like when you go into your color energies, your, your um, uh, conscious and subconscious. So, your conscious are like now what you're dialing up and where you're consciously sitting. Your sort of subconscious is when you're most relaxed at home and you're kind of chilled, you know, and which mm. can change. You dial them up and change them and things like this. It's quite fascinating. But I'll send you some stuff on that. Yeah, that'd be good to see. Those tests especially, and I talked about wealth dynamics as well earlier, which is another one. Um, I'm always, I can never be sure how accurate it is because when I do the test, am I speaking instinctively or am I, or am I, or am I giving the answers of the person I'd like to be? Yeah. Um, so, for example, yeah. This was... Yeah, for those ones, you should um, respond. So if, if you automatically go, oh, A, B, C, uh, I think C, go, don't think about it. Just go mm. with initial reactions because if you overthink it that's when your conscious will take over and that's where example for me i'm very analytical and i'll go okay my conscious says let's process this where actually my subconscious dominant color is actually much more green much more sort of homey and like oh we can do this <laughs> you know so it's always um always go with the first thing don't try and overthink it when those because you're trying to find out what who you truly are and if you consciously think about it, then of course you're controlling yourself. Yes, yes, exactly. So it's hard, in some ways I can't be sure I, it is always my conscious. There's always going to be, I suppose, a yeah. slight hint of your conscious side interfering in there, intervening mm -hmm. in there. Yeah. Um, but um, I suppose, is, are you, is it your chimp? You're letting your chimp answer the questions. The emotion, now, that's the thing, you go from your emotion brain to your human brain. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, then you get your monkey, which is your chatter. Yes, exactly. It could be him answering the questions. Yeah, yeah. we don't want him because he doesn't give logic. He's illogical. He just wants to go home and eat. He wants to tell you to eat. <laughs> uh, but we've got Carlos who's joined us from San Paolo. So lovely. See, definitely worldwide. So, yeah. Right. Good morning so, in England. <laughs> how has, you know, obviously, pandemic, I know you've always been into your fitness and everything, and staying physically active and you know, how has your physical fitness been affected by the pandemic? I'm quite fortunate um, in that a, I'm in the construction industry. So that's been allowed to continue throughout the UK. Clearly, there were some manufacturing issues, which um, meant um, a lot of material supplies were slowed down, but I've been able to go back and forth. So that's been all right. Um, I did get I did get COVID right at the beginning. So this time last year, I had COVID. Um, mm. So that did put me in a house for three weeks. Um, and then but um we are given a military quarter a military house um just by Salisbury plain mm. so it's and there is a garden so on that point look yeah you know, i i had a much i can't pretend i didn't have a better lockdown than many um i was mm. very fortunate as we both were um so lockdown for me i suppose me personally has been all right mm. um therefore physical fitness has been okay you walk out you walk out the house turn left avoid all the military um signs and areas and just go for a long run and come yeah. back in and um one of the biggest things for me in terms of mental health is um being able to sleep going to bed and going straight to sleep 
and you know, wanting to sleep and then getting up in the morning having had a good having had a good sleep don't lay around too long too long in the morning get some get some ownership um as that will, as that that will make you know, make the keep the day structured but the moments i'm not doing enough in the day which lockdown is was liable to do and i'm not sleeping well at night i suddenly realize i'm getting something wrong and that's why i start going into a slight spiral mm-hmm. um so i've got to fill the day with activity so a good long run or bike rides or because lucy is a crossfit fanatic now a what workout of the yeah. day um, exactly something like that a good degree of physical fitness a good degree of um of, of work and maybe maybe a board game carcass on that's fun and mm-hmm. um that would usually give me a sort of a good appetite that would usually give me a good day you need something to break up your days make them different but mm-hmm. getting those sort of you know getting some mental work getting some good physical work in that day and definitely some time outdoors every day um yeah. is, is what helps my physical fitness keep going yeah so would you say it's um lower than it was beforehand slightly it, it was better. Um, there was more running to be done. So I say better. Um, I, I was big into climbing. I'm big into climbing, um, particularly in the winter months. So there's a, there are bouldering centres all over Bristol. I don't know why. Bristol seems to become sort of the indoor climbing mecca of the UK. Um, so I was guessing climbing strong. So we started lockdown. Clearly, we couldn't go climb anymore. We couldn't go to the bouldering centres. So my physical strength, my, my, my physical muscle strength started going yeah. down. But my running, my endurance clearly went up because I could go out and play on a bike, or I could go out there running. And um and and so 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 aerobically, it certainly boosted, which is a good yeah. basic form of fitness to work everything else on top. Um and then Terry strength, things like climbing, went down. A very long answer. So, given a month, and you'll be back in the climbing centre again. So, <laughs> I think so. Yes, as soon as um, as soon as it's all open again, and um, you know, you're not going to be going to some super spreader centre. Um, yeah. I'll be good to go climbing again uh, and start getting strong again. So, uh, well, I say strong, stronger compared to yeah. non-strong me. <laughs> you're still, I'm still like going. Yeah, you're like a foot tall. You're like, <laughs> like. Yeah. It's good for going around problems when you're climbing. Yeah. <laughs> You've got a whole thing you can't use, just reach above it. <laughs> that's the thing. Those are watching. If me and James so I don't even come up to his shoulder. That's how little I am in comparison to his six foot six. Okay. So, and I'm probably shrinking, I'm getting old. But we're, <laughs> we're a long way yet, Liz. Don't you worry. <laughs> uh, so obviously with your fit, you know, you you say it's how I, you know, I'm, I've got a bit of an ego, you know, you sort of but self-confidence so we'll call it self-confidence because ego can have a negative connotation so thank you what, i i so i find it quite endearing because i always just find that it's kind of really good energy and i've all you know it's kind of brings it you know you watch it it's like we we're saying at santa's the smile the energy and it's all really really positive so why would you say having some level of self-confidence um or even body confidence is important when obviously in a professional career I, I really feel the differences. Um, I'm not, so I, clearly I'm not, um, I, I'm still sort of one personality here, but um, if I've had a good successful run of life, if, I've, if I feel good, especially after endorphins and things, um, a, a boosted, which comes from exercise, I'll be walking around with, my, with a much better posture, with my head held fairly high, very extra, very happy to talk to people and, you know, and, 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 um, and give my opinions on something. Mm-hmm. If, I'm, if I feel I've been slacking off over the last few days, then I'm a, I feel I'm a much more shy person, much less to be shy. But I seem to forget what I've, you know, what I might have achieved the year before. It's much more about who I feel at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so going back to the um, to the question, says what fitness does for, I suppose, what was it, my um, 
Okay, go ask the question. <laughs> Why do you think self-confidence is important within a professional career? Oh, vital. Um, so yeah, when I've got self-confidence, it definitely makes a much bigger difference. You might have a you might have a phone you need to pick up. Mm -hmm. um, if you're not very self-confident, you might still be quite tense about picking it up and calling the person, calling the people, because mm -hmm. you get you get told no a lot in, in in this world, and you just want to get used to it. If you're self-confident, you can just shake it all off very easily. And yeah. um, again, going back to the physical side of it, if I'm happy for me, if I feel healthy, then there's no problem with that. Um, yeah. If you're if you're confident, it's absolutely fine. Just pick it up. Second thought: there's no time titivating or wasting time. I'm mm -hmm. thinking, how am I going to do this call? Just pick it up and get straight on with it. If you're not self-confident, if you haven't got that, then you're going to waste time. You might go have an additional cup of tea. You might think these are all very harmless things, but they are eating into your day. It's not just a case of doing something, realizing you've got a problem and going straight to the solution. You realize you've got a problem and then you start worrying about it. And as I say, you might go make a cup of tea, which is a very nice thing to have. And then you think, well, oh, I better do something about this. And surely enough, you've, gone, you've done a load of other things. Great. But yeah. you haven't actually handled the problem. Self-confidence means you'll just get straight on with it. Mm -hmm. Or just be willing to actually go, oh, what do I have to do? And actually work through it. Yes, yeah. yes, and just working through it. Yeah. And yeah, if, if you if you know, if you're confident there'll be an outcome that you can handle it, then you'll keep going through it. So you'll enjoy it. You, mm -hmm. you won't be hiding from it. And that's a big thing you learn in the army as well. Um, you're constantly standing up for people. You've had very little time maybe to prepare prepare orders or, so, or, or or anything like that on attack. If you're confident in it, then that will bounce off on other people too. Mm -hmm. If you have a team below you and you seem confident about it all, they will seem confident. If you seem timid, then they're going to think even if it's subconsciously timid about it. Unconfidence, they're going to feel it. They're going to think, well, clearly something's not right. It's just that subconscious awareness. It, people pick it up. It's um not something you can physically fully hide. People will note it. So you self-confidence is a vital for your own efficiency. But also, if you're going to have a team, you need to it, it's much more effective to, to um in, in terms of leading them and keeping them confident too. Yeah. And any business negotiations or when you go to an investor, if you haven't got the self-confidence in what you're asking them to invest in, mm. they ain't going to invest. Yeah. Why should they? Why would they be confident in you if you're not? You're supposed to be the subject matter expert they are entrusting their money with. Yeah. You've got to be. You've got to know your shit. Just lay it. <laughs> on. So uh, obviously you and I can talk all day and I'm and, and good thing. But what's one bit of advice that you would give to others that they should be doing? in terms of like their well-being and things like that? I think balance is the key thing, um, particularly for me. Um, so don't just focus on the one thing. Don't become obsessed with one thing. I'm def I definitely have an addictive personality, and it does start to wear, wear at you. Um, I think force yourself to get up on time in the mornings. Mm -hmm. Get your eight hours sleep at night. That's great. Mm -hmm. um, but force yourself to get up in the, in the mornings. Do at least one piece of exercise a day, and that is at least your mental break to get on with the rest of your work, to basically get on with things. If I don't do exercise, I become more sluggish at work. I feel it. I've noticed it. I know that happens. Just having that variety, food, you know, decent food, mm -hmm. decent amounts of work, and broken up with decent breaks, social breaks, and definitely physical exercise, it mm -hmm. will just divide the day up much more neatly. You can't just focus on one thing. Otherwise, your mind will become increasingly zombie-like and therefore more sluggish and ineffective at work. Perfect. Sounds like a perfect bit of advice. Thank you. I should have rehearsed that. And, you know, I could have got that trim. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll send you the recording. You can practice for, you know, any other features sort of, you know, slide that in. In the mirror. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. I'll write that down. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to ask you one question about you before we finish. Who has been the biggest influence on your life? 
individual uh, throughout the entire life that's very hard i could put it into phases okay um, and, okay brilliant so at <laughs> first i had an older sister um i grew up in sort of you know on the military side of things and um i grew up in uh, with my my father was in the military too so we moved around the country a lot i had my two sisters and my mother um somebody who shaped my life very earlier on was i think my older sister alanda so she is a very physical person. She was UK number one for biathlon, uh, mm -hmm. which meant, you know, when you go Nordic skiing, you go shooting. And she was very nearly in the Olympics, apart from it was that year, 2008-ish, when people were really tightening up the budgets. And so not everyone got sent to the Olympics. But she only did that for two years. And she's mm -hmm. an incredible swimmer. And so it was just trying to keep up with her as a younger brother. Yeah. And then clearly, I was three years younger. So there's a good age gap. Trying to keep up with her and then... Suddenly, her realizing that actually, you know, being a boy, I was suddenly getting some kind of physical advantage on yeah. certain things we we're doing, made her work even harder. Um, means that I think that's a big reason where my physical mentality has come mm -hmm. from, my, my need for exercise. So she was a big shaper from the beginning. Yeah. And then going on to other places, um, you do you do you pick up the occasional hero. Another chap was a chap called Andy um, Andy M. He's a man who I, who I met through the military when I was at school. Um, and um, again, this goes back onto the physical side of things, yeah. very physically orientated. Um, where um, where uh, he just made me sort of step up to the next level of fitness to the point where I was to ultra marathons now. I realised no distance is too far, or no form of um. He has so much focus of charisma and leadership. A lot of that came from him and my yeah. mentality when I went into the army as well. Uh, when it comes to say the financial side of life and a bit of the and, and desire to work and not be and be and be good in debating conversation and business, that's my father. He's always yeah. been very good with his money. He's always been very savvy. He's always been quite tight. I'm going to be honest with his fight with his pennies. Um, yeah. But I learned a lot of that from him. So I suppose my natural um, students for finance and looking after money came from him. So those are three big ones. There's, there are many more people who have had a big influence, but um, those three, I think, are certainly um, the three big influences of my life that have shaped who I've become today. Well, they sound awesome. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just smiling for you. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> so on that happy note of hearing about awesome people and some great advice, thank you, James, for joining. Obviously, the best way to contact you is through your email or website. Yes. Uh, do you have a website? I do. I do. Is that I've not used this type of thing. Is there a chat on this thing I can stick it in on? Or um if you send it over to me, I will make sure it's in the comments because also we're on YouTube as well as I will make sure it goes on Anchor and across the board as well. So it will be out there. Um but of course obviously EM Emja. 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 Yes, I got it. Emily and James. I got it. 30 minutes in so Maybe guys, we should change our name. <laughs> thank you, Jane, for joining me. And thank you guys for listening and dropping us from around the world. Hope you have an awesome rest of your, I think, Tuesday for everyone. Obviously, in India, enjoy your evening. And, yeah, have a great day. Yes, thank you so much for having me. It's been a, a good, invigorating morning.